As soon as healing takes place, go out and heal somebody else. That is a quote by Maya Angelou. Welcome to Trina Talk. This is the podcast where guests share their stories of pursuing their passions, living a fulfilled life, and empowering others. Each week, I talk with inspiring leaders, business owners, and people with amazing stories from around the world in unscripted conversations as they share their successes and failures. This podcast is all about empowering you to keep striving in your personal and professional life. I am your host, Trina L. Martin. Hello, welcome to episode 129. Before I get started with this week's episode, I'm excited to share with you that I've been selected as one of the international speakers for Sean Fair's Leadership Experience Tour 2021. It's happening April 10th in Troy, Michigan. I will be there on location on the stage and the topic of my speech is From a Mess to Amazing. I will be inspiring and empowering you to be resilient regardless of what may have happened in your life. Now, although I'm going to be present there on stage, I invite you to purchase your virtual ticket at bit.ly forward slash capital L-E-T 2021. The topic of this week's episode is Make It Happen. This is part three of my series with the co-authors of the Make It Happen anthology. And today I will be talking to another one of my co-authors who is a licensed marriage family therapist, a transformational performance coach, an author, trainer, and speaker. And that co-author is Sean LaRae Brinkley. Hi, Sean LaRae. Welcome to Trina Talk. I'm so glad to have you. Thank you, Trina. I'm excited to be here. Well, for those of you who don't know, I am doing a series. I'm doing a panel of my co-authors from the Make It Happen Anthology. And today I have Sean LaRae Brinkley joining me, and we're just going to have a great conversation. As I said with the previous episodes, the mastermind behind this anthology is Kern Cherry, and she was on Trina Talk episode 88. So if you didn't catch that episode, go back and listen to it. She's the queen of getting butts and seats, and she's just amazing. But we're here talking about you, Sean. So why don't you just kick us off, tell the listeners who Sean LaRae is and how you come to this point today. All right. Thank you. So, um, as Trina mentioned, I'm Sean LaRae Brinkley. Uh, Sean LaRae is one name. It's like Mary Ann, only fancier. <laughs> and clearly I've been saying that since I was a little girl. So uh, I'm a licensed marriage family therapist, a transformational performance coach, author, trainer, and speaker. And um, I am. I work a lot with trauma in my private practice as a therapist. So I um, am a trauma recovery specialist. I help people who have um, been survivors of uh, sexual assault, um, human sex trafficking, domestic violence relationships, and that kind of thing. I also specialize in depression and anxiety and just kind of you know, living your everyday life in the best way that you can. So as a performance 
coach, I help people push past the limiting beliefs and fears that keep them stuck in who they don't want to be. And I make up words, Trina, so I help them to step into their who you are-ness. <laughs> who you are-ness. I got to remember that. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So coming to this anthology, this is my second anthology with the amazing Kern Cherry, um, the butts in the seat queen. Uh, not only is she able to get butts in the seats, but she is quite a visionary. And so her first anthology was Trailblazers Who Lead, and I was a part of that. And essentially, if Kern calls, I am going to say yes. So when she told me about this second anthology, Make It Happen, I definitely wanted to be on board because I often think of myself as somebody who will, out of nothing, be able to make something happen. So that's kind of how I got started on this new anthology with Kern and the rest of the you and the other amazing ladies. Wow. That's so amazing. I mean, just what you're doing in the world and the fact that this is your second anthology with Kern. Um, yeah, I am just I, I'm in awe of you because this is my first anthology and I'm really enjoying just meeting everyone. And as I'm doing the podcast, I'm learning so much about my fellow co-author. So that's great. Uh, what's the name of your chapter? And tell us a little bit more about it. Absolutely. So my chapter is still a work in progress. Okay. And I can explain why. Um, it's going to be called, I believe, The Last Kiss. The reason for that is that when, when we first started this, back in 2020, when Kern called me about it, Again, for me, make it happen was like, you know, push past your fears and do it anyway. And, you know, start that project you've been sitting on, you know, don't make excuses, go for it, make it happen. But as 2020 ended and we uh, breezed into 2021, um, I got COVID. Mm. Uh my first symptoms were around the 17th of January. And um, I live in my home alone with my husband. And we, you know, um, kind of my best friend, my ride or die, my life partner. And uh, he was taking care of me. I started to notice that he wasn't well, though. And um, after finally you know, a series of things happened and he ended up in the hospital where he did not, he did not come back from the hospital. He went to be with God on uh, February 2nd of this year. And to be honest with you, uh, it's been devastating. It's been completely devastating. And, um, you know, it was not just the, the loss of the man whom I loved completely and who loved me back the same, um, you know, the extra twist of COVID-19 has made it all the more difficult. And with that came not being able to see him before he passed, other than, um, I just have to say that, that, you know, we often talk about all of the negative aspects of this horrific disease virus and all the things that don't go well. And even though my husband was five minutes away from me in the hospital and I couldn't get to him, 
the nurses and doctors and chaplains, the staff of the hospital were most kind and amazing. My husband coded several times, a total of five, and and came back four times. And the fifth time, the fourth time when he coded, the chaplain immediately called me on my phone, FaceTime, and offered me the opportunity to see my husband as she held his hand so that I could say goodbye. And um, my husband and I used to talk um, about the difficulties, you know, we'd watch the news and see the people who were dying alone in hospital rooms without their family and we would pray for them. And uh, every day he would come home and tell me the new number of deaths and we would pray about that. And so to to have it come home to Lakeview Terrace, California was a whole different thing, Trina. And so I say that because when I started this anthology, I had a whole different connotation to what make it happen means. And so for me right now, make it happens, make it happen means to move forward in the legacy that my husband and I were building. My husband was totally the wind beneath my wings. If I said, baby, I want to, he said, okay. He would often say, baby, maybe you should do this. What do you think about this? He would tell me what he saw for for me in the work that I'm doing. And so for me to stop, for me to allow this loss and the grief that is so prevalent and so deep in my soul to stop me from my who you are-ness would just not honor him in the way that I know that he would want me to honor him. You know, when I met my husband, um, I was 46 years old, had never been married. Wow. And I met this man at the credit union. (laughs) And I won't give away too much more because that might be in the book. So, uh, but but in meeting him, my life was changed. My husband loved me completely. Um, I'm known for being a little bit quirky. (laughs) My husband loved all of my quirky. And we we were known as that couple that would laugh and have a good time everywhere we went. You just go look at our Facebook pictures. We are always having a good time. And um, that's how I'm sustaining. That is how I am moving forward. I haven't been on camera since all this happened, you know. Um, So thank you, because here I am, you know. Um, but I feel like I would do a disservice to our love and our relationship and who he was in my life and I and his if I didn't talk about it and if I didn't help other women navigate this journey. Wow. First of all, I want to say, you know, my my condolences to you for the loss of, you know, the love of your life. Um, but I'm I'm glad that you're taking that and sharing it with other people. So I really, really thank you for it. And I'm, I'm excited to read your story because I'm almost 50 and I haven't found that 
true love of my life. So you inspire me. Um, and I'll go to the credit union. <laughs> I guess I'm not getting out enough. <laughs> That's what I need to do. Uh, but Oh, such an amazing story. And I think that's going to be so wonderful in the book. Um, Yeah. And like I said, just thank you for sharing your story. Thank you for um, being here with me today, because that means a lot. And like you, last February, I caught COVID. um, And yeah, it was very touch and go for myself. So yeah, this is real. So for people who think that it's, you know, something that's made up, it's not. Um, but let's get back to uh, our book here. But with that powerful story that you have, because it's not only is it a make it happen story, I think it's going to be a, a touch of a love story, too. Right. So what do you want your impact to be with this chapter? Well, you know, Trina, just what you just mentioned, that you're almost 50 and you haven't found the love of your life. And there are so many women who are in our same situation. Um, you know, I think that there, there are so many things that we can talk about that are the reasons for that. But often, if you are a kind of make it happen girl, um, you might be moving so quickly that nobody can catch you. Or a lot of times, people just don't get you and they want to switch your priorities. Um, my, I don't cook, girl. Um, my husband found that out early on and he married me. And he was the one that cooked. He liked to cook. I don't. So we worked it out. But so much of the time we're stuck in these traditions uh, that maybe worked for our parents or even our grandparents, but maybe they don't work for us today. And so I want to help women like us who are finding their love later in the li- in their lives to really be able to open up their vision of what love actually looks like. Wow. Because what love looked like when I was 20 certainly evolved in my 30s, in my 40s. And when I found the love of my life, I was so grateful that I held out and that I waited for that man. Wow. You know, I had written uh, a friend of mine um, once challenged me to write down all of the qualities that I wanted in my man. And so I wrote them down on an index card and it ended up turning into a poem because I, 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 that's what I do. And so I have about five or six index cards and they're stuck in a treasure chest that is mother of pearl with gold trim. And that same friend gave me that for my birthday one year and I put it in there. And after I met my husband, William Joseph Brinkley, after I met him, I went and I looked for that treasure chest and I looked in there and he was all of that. God is faithful. As long as you are, God is faithful. <sighs> wow. So amazing. So amazing. I mean, I'm I'm loving it. And like I say, you just, oh, we'll just have to talk offline, but. Yes, girl. <laughs> <laughs> just great. Oh, man. So 
you know, you talked about, you know, doing the second anthology with Kern and what make it happen means to you and your chapter. What do you want your legacy to be? Wow, Trina, you bringing out the good stuff. (laughs) (laughs) My legacy. Wow. I think for me, my legacy that I'd like to leave is is that of love, of loving kindness, you know, uh, and joy, and joy. That's the way I've always lived my life. Um, (laughs) Growing up, I was known as Pollyanna. (laughs) Debbie Allen uh, did a Black Pollyanna, so then I became Polly. (laughs) (laughs) But, you know, I've always been able to see the glass as half full. In fact, a little bit more than half, more than three quarters full. I just, I believe um, I'm sort of a risk taker. Uh, sometimes I, you know, people will be like, well, no, you you can't do that. You shouldn't do that. Maybe that's not a great idea, but I just trust my spirit and that spirit that God has put in me. And I step out there and <clears throat> excuse me. This is water. I just like pretty glasses. Um. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm digging it. I'm like, I, I got the plastic water bottle here. So um, I need to up my game. <laughs> well, I forget to drink water. So I figure if I drink it out of something that looks like this, I might be more inclined to have a drink. But, um, you know, you know how when we're kids, we're like willing to jump over whatever and open doors that we don't know what's back there and try new and different things. And then we get older and life kind of shuts us down and we lose our momentum and we are kind of peeking around the corner now instead of just opening the door and all those kinds of things. And I think my legacy of starting my life, a new chapter of my life, um, Later than than a lot of people, I, I like the idea of reinvention for women because as we mature, we grow. And you know, when when I was twenty, I thought at thirty I was done. <laughs> at thirty, I hadn't even ignited the gas yet. And as at forty, I was kind of trotting along. At fifty, I went back to school and got my master's degree to become a therapist. Wasn't gonna be no therapist, never heard of such. <laughs> I didn't even know there was such a thing as a marriage family therapist. And when I went back to school to get that, and I chose to specialize in trauma, I myself am not a survivor of a lot of the work that I do, but I have my own brand of trauma. So when people I want to help people understand that trauma is relative. And so what may be traumatic for me may be nothing for you and vice versa. And so I want to have people just be able to to know what trauma actually looks like and name it. Because so much of the time we're, we're, we're pushing it down, thinking that that makes it go away. And it doesn't. It doesn't go away. It just builds the pressure under it builds. And then like those toys at the carnival where you push the snake down and down and down and then you put the lid on it. And when you pop the lid, the snake goes pop out. That's how our trauma does if we don't address it. And so I think the legacy, because I know I kind of went all over the place, but (laughs) the legacy is to help people, to love people, to 
to teach people how to find their joy and how to live in that authentic joy. Wow. Beautiful. Beautiful. I mean, oh gosh, you're, it's just, you're so beautiful. So with that and with people who are listening to the podcast, looking at this video, the anthology is not out yet, but it will be soon. What do you want them to take away from hearing you today? Um, that, you know, I, I recently did a talk called possible is a choice. Well, actually, what if possible is a choice? That was my question there. And I think that that's what I want people to, to understand that what you think might be impossible, maybe it's not. Maybe it's just that you make the choice to step out there into that possibility. And so I think that this anthology will be full of amazing overcomers, amazing self-starters, amazing uh, visionaries who will share their stories about how they came to where they are now. And I think that when, when we read about other people's journey, it may not be the same as our, but I believe out of all the women that are in this anthology, there will be something about each story that will resonate with each reader. And that's what's so great about an anthology. And in, in a single author book, you get one perspective. But imagine picking up a book and being able to read the stories of 30 awesome women who have come up and through some stuff, y'all, and how they are still standing and thriving, not just surviving and still making it happen. <laughs> it's going to be powerful. That is for sure. It is going to be powerful. Before we end, tell the listeners how they can get in touch with you if they want to just reach out to you or if they need um, your services and your business. Tell them how they can connect with you. All right. Thank you. So to, uh, to reach me via email, you can reach me at, if you want therapy, in other words, if you have some mental health challenges, um, some anxiety, depression that you need to work through, you've faced some loss or grief, reach me at www.living, that's L-I-V-I-N-G, loved, L-O-V-E-D, healing, H-E-A-L-I-N-G dot Org. That's livingloveedhealing.org. If you need some coaching, uh, and that means that you've worked through at least most of your mental health issues, because we all have different things that impact us in different ways, but you need some coaching, you need some guidance, you, know, you don't know quite yet what your vision is, what your dream is, and there are limiting beliefs that stop you from moving forward, then reach out to me at my coaching website, which is www livingloveddcoaching.com and uh, my Instagram to follow me where I, uh, I just come on and talk a little bit. And I talk a lot about mindfulness because I, I'm a mindfulness uh, practitioner and I help you to live in the present moment and to take time to just smell the roses and breathe a little bit. I do a mindful minute on Instagram and it's at living loved healing and tons of other things. Follow me on Facebook at living loved healing 
or at Sean LaRae Brinkley, you'll find me there. Wow. Well, Sean LaRae, I thank you for being a fabulous co-author in this book. I am presently just privileged to know you and share the space with you. Um, You're an amazing woman, um, just doing some amazing things in in the world and being an example for other people. So I just want to say I thank you for being on the show. I thank you for being a co-author. And I look forward to us just getting to know each other. Absolutely. Trina, thank you so much. Thank you for the work you do by getting the word out with this podcast. And uh, I don't know yet all of the other goodies that you have to offer, but I'm certainly going to look forward to getting to know you and checking it out. I can't wait to read the book. Y'all don't sleep on this book. It will be powerful and life-changing. Thank you, Trina. If you like Trina Talk Podcast, please don't forget to go out to iTunes and rate it five stars and leave a review. Also, who else in your life do you know that needs some motivation and inspiration in their life? Don't forget to share Trina Talk with them. I hope you have a great week. And remember, if you change your mindset, you can change your life. Keep striving because success is a journey, not a destination.